Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports fans, we have said it many, many times politics and sports do not mix. They just don't. Uh, the NBA got super duper woke, bringing politics into the sport. Their ratings have tanked. And yeah, they were up a little bit last year, but still, overall, they are still way down. The NFL is going to be doubling down on the politics and the wokeness. Their ratings will continue to go down. And ESPN, we know that they have gotten super duper woke post George Floyd. Now, they were actually kind of woke before that, but they went off the deep end after the whole George Floyd incident. And now, guys, that brings us into Kenny Mayne. Kenny Mayne left ESPN several months ago. Remember, ESPN, they are going through a financial crisis. They actually have been laying off people for many years now. But however, they wanted Kenny Mayne to take a 61% pay cut. And Kenny Mayne said, nope. And he's moving on to do whatever he's going to do. But however, Kenny Mayne had an interview with a ringer and he actually talked about the politics at ESPN. More, more To be more specific, though, he was actually talking about how tweeting about politics doesn't really mix too well with the higher ups at ESPN. Now, I'm assuming he's talking about pre-George Floyd, okay? Because now I believe in a post-George Floyd world, ESPN is going to let you go super political and, you know, criticize anybody on the right because we know where ESPN's political leanings lie. So let's go ahead. Let's dive into this, guys. You'll see over here it says Kenny Mayne joins club of ex ESPNers, if that's even a word, citing politics as source of friction. Interesting. Kenny Mayne talked to John Gonzalez of The Ringer in a great piece that touches on Mayne's time at ESPN, his departure from the company, and his future, among other topics. One part that jumped out to me was when Mayne discussed tweeting while at ESPN claiming there was some sort of watch list that various personalities were on. Maine also alleges that he got a call from ESPN exec Norby Williamson following this tweet in the aftermath of President Trump's physical. Now, we're going to go over that, that, uh, that tweet that he actually did put out. But a watch list. Now, one would actually think, you know, as woke as ESPN is B, they would welcome you know, talk about politics. Now, Jamel Hill plays a role in this, too, because we know Jamel Hill, when she was at ESPN, she was tweeting politics 24-7. And actually, remember, at one point, ESPN suspended Jamel Hill for going after the Dallas Cowboys. And Jared Jones said that he was at he would actually bench players that would kneel for the national anthem. And this is from 2017. And she was suspended for violating their social media 
policy and guidelines. This is a second violation. Uh, I believe the first one was probably when she was actually going after Trump, uh, calling him a white supremacist. And we know eventually she ended up leaving ESPN. But let's jump into this. It says here he admits that since he left ESPN, he's been more forthright with anyone reading his tweets or talking to him would, would take to mean blunt and even confrontational when it comes to politics. At ESPN, he often held back. Now, I don't remember Kenny Mayne really saying anything political, and that's probably one of the reasons I actually did like him. But I guess now the chains are off, so to speak, and he can actually do whatever he wants to do on social media. But however, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know what he's actually been tweeting out. But it says here at ESPN, he often felt often held back. He says he called it, quote, shooting from beyond the Jamel line, referring to his former ESPN colleague, Jamel Hill, who left the company after several well-publicized run-ins with management over a frequent unapologetic and unsparing criticisms of Trump and the GOP. And we already went over one of those right there with uh, Jerry Jones. She was actually calling for uh, people to boycott the sponsors of the Cowboys because Jerry Jones said he would actually bench any player that kneeled for the national anthem. That was in 2017. Now, no player had actually knelt for the anthem for the Cowboys until Tatari Poe kneeled last year. And then Jerry Jones ended up cutting him anyway because he wasn't any good, out of shape. But I digress. Maine admits that he didn't have the same courage as Hill. He says he didn't want to get fired. And besides, quote, they were clearly threatening some of us, me particularly. He says he was definitely on the watch list. They told me so. There's a group of people that watch your Twitter. And this is where we get into the Trump physical here. It says like when Trump's stupid physical came out, Maine says, remember, he's going to be in great health for 30 years. That's not what a doctor says. So I made a joke, something like this president's doctor just timed me at 4.1 in the 40 wearing Snoop Dogg slippers. I think that's a good joke. It's making fun of the doctor, not making fun of the president directly. So how did it go over? And he says, not so well, he says. I, I got a Norby call on that one. Now, you can see here, this is the tweet right here. I, I don't think the tweet is anything bad. I really don't. But like he said before, he didn't have the courage like a Jamel Hill to go full Political. He just didn't. He wanted to keep his job and all the other stuff. But uh, it says here, Maine doesn't think ESPN wanted to get rid of him because of his uh, percolating political leanings. But he's pretty sure it didn't help. He says he remembers Williamson asking him one time, why do you have to do the politics? I guess in response to that tweet. And he replied, quote, because I have four daughters and a wife and I want to look at myself in the mirror. Gonzalez reached out to ESPN for comment about the watch list. Maine, Maine's politics and Williamson's due, due to politics comment. Their, their only statement was a generic message about Maine's time at ESPN. Quote, Kenny was a key figure in the building in building ESPN. We'll always be grateful for his creativity, passion and work ethic. We wish him continued success. And that was pretty much all ESPN had to say. I'm pretty sure they were not actually going to dive into all of that. But you got to remember, this was a pre-George Floyd uh, situation, I believe, right there, because this tweet 
is from 2018 that Kenny Bain actually did put out. Now, I believe if he had put something out like that post George Floyd, he would still be at ESPN. Um, ESPN wouldn't have this watch list, I believe. Uh, Jamel Hill, to tell you the truth, I believe if Jamel Hill was actually saying everything she's been tweeting post George Floyd, Jamel Hill would still be there. Maybe not Kenny Maine, because we see how ESPN works. Rachel Nichols, she's she's actually, you know, booted from ESPN and Kenny Maine. He's not there either. I mean. Rachel Nichols is probably right, you know. ESPN concerned about the, you know, that crappy track track record on diversity. She's gone. Kenny Bain's gone. But however, Malika Andrews is there. Stephen A. Smith has all the power in the world at ESPN. I'm just saying I'm not even going to say it, but you guys probably know where I am going with this. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of Kenny Bain's comments about ESPN having a watch list and threatening employees about their post on social media. Maybe that's the way it was at a time, you know, pre George Floyd, like I said, pre 2020, uh, pre black lives matter when black lives matter wasn't really much of a thing. I guess they were still out there. Some people knew about them, but we know that BLM went on a whole nother level during 2020. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.